Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Percy Jackson and the Battle... No, what am I saying? Oh, Percy Jackson and the Last Olympian. Um, that's probably the most scuffed intro I've done since the first book. Wow, yeah. Moving on, without further ado, let's read chapter 12. Rachel makes a bad deal. I grabbed Will Solis from the Apollo cabin and told the rest of his siblings to keep searching for Michael Yu. We borrowed a Yamaha FZI from a sleeping biker and drove to the Plaza Hotel at speeds that would that would have given my mom a heart attack. I'd never driven a motorcycle before, but it wasn't any harding, harder than riding a Pegasus. Along the way, I noticed a lot of empty pedestals that usually held statues. Plan 23 seemed to be working. I didn't know if that was good or bad. It only took us five minutes to reach the plaza. An old-fashioned white stone hotel with a glabbled, gabbled blue roof sitting at the southeast corner on, of Central Park. Technically speaking, the plaza wasn't the best place for head, a headquarters. It wasn't the tallest building in town or the most centrally located, but it was old-school-styled and had attracted a lot of famous demigods over the years, like the Beatles and Alfred Hitchcock. So, I figured we were in good company. I gunned the Yamaha over the curb and swerved into the stop, and swerved to a stop at the, at the fountain outside the hotel. Will and I hopped off. A statue at the top of the fountain called down. Oh, fine, I suppose you don't want me- I suppose you want me to watch your bike, too. She was a, a full life-size bronze, stand bronze standing in the middle of a granite bowl. She wore a bronze sheet around her legs, and she was holding a basket of metal fruit. I've never, I'd never paid her much attention before. Then again, she'd never talked to me before. Are you supposed to be Demeter? I asked. A bronze apple sailed over my head. Everybody thinks I'm Demeter, she complained. I'm Pompa, the Roman goddess of plenty, but why should you care? Nobody cares about the minor gods. If you cared for about the minor gods, this w you wouldn't be losing this war. Three cheers for Morpheus and Hecate, I say. Watch the bike, I told her. Pompona cursed in Latin and threw more fruit as Will and I ran towards the hotel. I'd never actually been inside the plaza. The lobby was impressive, with the crystal chandeliers... And, and the passed out rich people, but I didn't pay much attention. A couple of hunters gave us directions to the elevators, and we rode up the penthouse, up to the penthouse suites. Demigods had completely taken over the top floors. Campers and hunters were crashed out on sofas, washing up in the bathroom, ripping silk drapers to bandage their wounds, and helping themselves to snacks and sodas from the mini bars. A couple of timber wolves were drinking out of the toilets. I was relieved to see that so many of my friends had made it through the night alive, but everybody looked beaten up. Percy! Mike Jake Mason clapped me on the shoulder. We're getting reports later, I said. Where's Annabeth? The terrace. She's alive, man, but I pushed past him. Under different circumstances, I would have loved the view from the terrace. It looked straight down onto Central Park. The morning was clear and bright, perfect for a picnic or a hike, or pretty much anything except fighting monsters. Annabeth lay on a lounge chair. Her face was pale and beaded with sweat. Even though she was covered in blankets, she shivered. Selina Bordegard was whipping her, wiping her face with a cool cloth. Will and I pushed through a crowd of Athena kids. Will unwrapped Annabeth's bandages to examine the wound, and I wanted to faint. 
The bleeding had stopped, but the gash looked deep. The skin around the cut was horrible shade of green. Annabeth, I choked up. She'd taken that knife from me? How could, have, could I have let that happen? Poison on the dagger, she mumbled. Pretty stupid of me, huh? Will Solus exhaled in relief. It's not so bad, Annabeth. A few more minutes and would have been in trouble, but the venom hasn't gotten past the shoulder yet. Just lie still. Some, Someone hand me some nectar. I grabbed a flask. Will cleaned out the wound with a godly drink while I held Annabeth's hand. Ow, she said. Ow, ow. She gripped my fingers so tight they turned purple, but she stayed still like Will asked. Selena muttered words of encouragement. Will put some silver paste on the wound and hummed words in ancient Greek. A hymn of Apollo. Then he applied fresh bandages and shook and stood up shakily. The healing must have drained a lot of his energy. He looked almost as pale as Annabeth. That should do it, he said, but we're going to need some mortal supplies. He grabbed a piece of hotel stationery, jotted down some notes, and handed it to one of the Athena kids. There's a pharmacy on 5th. Normally I would never steal. I would, Travis volunteered. Will glared at him. Leave cash or drachmas to pay, whatever you've got, but this is an emergency. I've got a feeling we're going to have a lot more people to treat. Nobody disagreed. There was hardly a single demigod who hadn't been wounded, except me. Come on, guys, Travis said. Let's give Annabeth some space. We've got a pharmacy to raid. I mean, visit. The demigods shuffled back inside. Jake Mason grabbed my shoulder as he was leaving. We'll talk later, but it's under control. I'm using Annabeth's shield to keep an eye on things. The enemy withdrew at sunrise. Not sure why. You've got to look out at each bridge and tunnel. Thanks, man, I said. He nodded. Just take your time. <clears throat> he closed the terrace doors behind him, leaving Selena, and Annab Selena, Annabeth, and me alone. Selena pressed a cool cloth to Annabeth's forehead. This is my fault. No, Annabeth said weakly. Selena, how is it your fault? I've never been any good at camp, she muttered. Not like you or Percy. I've never. If I'd been a better fighter... Her mouth trembled. Ever since Beckendorf died, she'd been getting worse. But every time I looked at her, it made me feel angry about his death all over again. Her expression reminded me of glass. Like she might break any minute. I swore to myself that if I ever found the spy who'd cost her boyfriend his life, I would give him to Mrs. O'Leary as a chew toy. He's a, you're a great camper, I told Selena. You're the best Pegasus rider we have. And you get along with people. Believe me. Anyone who can make friends with Clarice has talent. She stared at me like she had just given her an idea. That's it! We need the Ares cabin! I can talk to Clarice! I know I can convince her to help us! Whoa, Selena. Even if you get her, even if you could get her on the island, Clarice is pretty stubborn. Once she gets angry, please, Clarice, er, Selena said. I can take a Pegasus. I know I can make her return, make it back, I know I can make it back to camp. Let me try. I exchanged looks with Annabeth. She nodded slightly. I didn't like the idea. I didn't think Selena stood a chance of clear convincing Clarice to fight. On the other hand, Selena was so distracted now that she would just get herself hurt in battle. Maybe sending her back to camp would give her something else to focus on. All right, I told her. I, can, I can't think of anything, anybody better to try. Selena threw her arms around me. Then she pushed back awkwardly, glancing at Annabeth. Um, sorry. Thank you, Percy. I won't let you down. Once she was gone, I knelt next to Annabeth and felt her forehead. She was still burning up. You're cute when you're worried, she muttered. Your eyebrows get all scrunched up. You're not going to die while I owe you a favor, I said. Why do you take that knife? You would have done the same for me. It was true. 
guess we both knew it. Still, I felt like somebody was poking my heart with a cold metal rod. How do you know? Know what? I looked around to make sure we were alone. Then I leaned in close and whispered, My Achilles spot. If you haven't taken that knife, I would have died. She looked. She got a faraway look in her eyes. <clears throat> her breath smelled of grapes, maybe from the nectar. I don't know, Percy. I just had this feeling you were in danger. Where, where's the spot? I wasn't supposed to tell anyone, but this was Annabeth. If I couldn't trust her, I couldn't trust anyone. The small of my back. She lifted her hand. Where, here? She put her hand on my spine and my skin tingled. I moved her fingers on the spot that grounded me to my mortal life. A thousand volts of electricity seemed to arc through my body. You saved me, I said. Thanks. She removed my hand, but I kept holding it. She removed her hand, but I kept holding it. So you owe me, she said weakly. What else is new? We watched the sun come up over the city. The traffic should have been heavy by now, but there were no cars honking, no crowds bustling around along the sidewalks. Far away, I could hear a car alarm echo through the streets. A plume of black smoke curled into the sky somewhere over Harlem. I, wonder how, I wondered how many ovens had been left on when the Morpheus spell hit, how many people had fallen asleep in the middle of cooking dinner. Pretty soon there would be more fires. Everyone in New York was in danger, and all those lives depended on us. You asked me why Hermes wasn't mad at me, Annabeth said. Hey, you need to rest. No, I want to tell you, it's been bothering me for a long time. She moved her shoulder and winced. Last year, Luke came to me in San Francisco. In person? I felt like I just she'd just hit me with a hammer. He came to your house? This was before we went into the labyrinth. Before she faltered, but I knew what she meant. Before he turned into Kronos. He came under a flag of truce. He said he only wanted five minutes to talk. He looked scared, Percy. He told me Kronos was going to use him to take over the world. He said he wanted to run away like the old days. He wanted me to come with him. But you didn't trust him. Of course not. I thought it was a trick. Plus, well, a lot of things had changed since the old days. I, I told Luke there was no way. He got mad. He said he said I might as well fight him right there because it was the last chance I'd get. Her forehead broke out in sweat again. The story was taking too much of her energy. It's okay, I said. Try to get some rest. You don't understand, Percy. Hermes was right. Maybe if I'd gone with him, I would have. I could have changed his mind. Or... Or I had a knife. Luke was unarmed. I could have killed him. I said, you know that wouldn't have been right. She squeezed her eyes shut. Luke said Kronos would use him like a stepping stone. Those were ex his exact words. Kronos would use Luke and become even more powerful. He did that, I said. He possessed Luke's body. But what if Luke's body is only a transition? What if Kronos has a plan to become even more powerful? I could have stopped them. This war is my fault. Her story made her, made me feel like I was back in the sticks, slowly dissolving. I remembered last summer when the two-headed god Jaius, Janus, had warned Annabeth she would have made a big, she would have to make a major choice, and that had happened after she saw Luke. Pan had also said something to her. You will play a great role, though it may not be the role you imagined. I wanted to ask her about the vision Hestia had shown me, about her early days with Luke and Thalia. I knew I had it had something to do with my prophecy, but I didn't understand it. Before I could get up my nerve, the terrace door opened. Connor Stoll stepped through. Percy? He glanced at Annabeth. He didn't like 
like he didn't want to say anything bad in front of her. But I could tell he wasn't bringing good news. Mrs. O'Leary just came back with Grover. I think you should talk to him. And I'm sorry, guys. That, I think, is as far as I'm going to read in this chapter for today. Um, yeah. This chapter is pre-recorded. Actually, I'm recording it within just a couple of hours of the last chapter, actually, that I recorded, which I guess you guys heard last week. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be uploading very, very much during, uh, because Halloween is a Monday, so that whole week I'm going to be uploading a lot. So, stay tuned, guys! Um, yeah, so that means I'm going to try getting out the episode for that weekend, which I think is this episode. Um, I'm going to try to get out, I could, actually, that's going to be pretty easy, uh, since I don't have to record it, I'm just going to get, post that out, um, on Saturday, and then Monday is Halloween, that Monday then, in Wait, this week is 42, and Halloween is week 44, yeah, it is, yeah, 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 so, yeah, that, yeah, um, so in two weeks, a little less than two weeks, actually, you guys are gonna be getting a lot of episodes, so, yeah, I just said stay tuned, and I said so, yeah. Way too many times. This is what happens when you don't expand your vocabulary. Isaac, 